Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, alongside my partner, Jack McNicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. Now the chance, go check out our website, JustSayingFootball.com, and follow us on Instagram at Just Saying No G WJS for article and video updates. And don't forget to check us out on Spotify at Just Saying Football. We want to be in your ears because we're now moving the championship weekend yeah season went by pretty fast did it sean yeah it's sad you know you get into that time no fantasy football certain certain teams ours included nothing on the line morning period for all but four teams right now (laughs) yeah no monday monday night football or thursday night football it's getting barren um we got some fun facts from this weekend this divisional weekend before we head into this upcoming weekend's worth of games andy Reid is the first coach in nfl history to win, to lead t- two different franchises to 10 playoff wins. He's done it with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Joe Burrow already has the most playoff wins by any quarterback in Bengals history with five, um, setting records already. 49ers have won 12 straight, their longest streak since 1984. This is one of the most historic franchises, people. Yeah. The Eagles' 38-7 to win, I'm sorry, Jack, was the largest victory of margin in a playoff game between two divisional opponents since the 1970 merger. So basically ever. Everybody who doesn't know that <laughs> Trevor Lawrence lost on Saturday for the first time since at least high school, according to statistics. Yeah. Boston Scott has 18 career rushing touchdowns. Ten of them are against the Giants, the 10th one he scored this past weekend. Uh, Hassan Reddick now has six games this season with more than one sack. He has been an impressive potential defensive player of the year candidate. Brett Maher has only missed six extra points ever in his career before missing five. This year in the playoffs, and finally, the Bills lost a home playoff game for just the second time since 1988, and man, did that loss sting for Buffalo. Yeah, last week, I'd tell you, last week, especially uh, for my team, I feel like I'm going through a little of what you went through last week, uh, the week before, I mean, and, uh, you know, now, you know, it's just this morning period of, wow, you have these four teams left. And they all kind of deserve to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bills, so, yeah. you know, we were kind of like, all right, you know, they played Miami and, and they may have not deserved to win that game. People were like, Bengals don't, but they're here. You know what I'm saying? Even last week with Mahomes, many could argue, you know, if he was hurt, Jacksonville had a great chance. Um, you know, they're here. So I'm, I'm psyched. I, I think that all four of these teams, especially when you look back at the season, are probably – you know, the four most dominant teams in the NFL, and they kind of just proved that by sticking around all the way to this point. Yep, and speaking of dominant, let's jump into our NFC Championship games. We have two great defenses facing yeah. off. We have the San Francisco 49ers making their way to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles open up as favorites on Sunday with minus 2.5, over on here of 45.5. Definitely hit the over yeah. um, on that one. What are your thoughts going into this one? Eagles have not lost since October 30th. Uh, they are the first seed. They have just, I mean, the Niners haven't lost since October 30th, but the Eagles are the first seed. They have that home crowd behind them. Yeah. And there's a lot at stake. Tough place to play. Um, you know, either of these teams have incredibly tough home environments, but San Francisco is going all the way across the country, going to Philly on the road. Um, you know, what we saw last week, obviously, you know, as a Giants fan, I was sad, but just as a football fan, watching how Philly was able to operate last week, you know, We talk a lot about the Niners' defense, how they're an X-factor, but, I mean, you have to think if any offense as well is going to be able to shut down, you know, like shut down the Niners' defense, really get past them. 
it's kind of what we saw last week where they're able to beat you on the ground and they, you know, still have so many aerial weapons to like actually score touchdowns. Yeah. You know, the big thing for me in this one you're speaking to is that the Eagles ran last week for 268 yards against the Giants. That's a ton of rush yards. Now the 49ers have the second base, second best run defense. They've only let up 77 yards per game this entire season. This is going to be a test. So they're really trying to make this Eagles team one dimensional as best they can, which hasn't been a problem for them. Both Mm. Devontae Smith and AJ Brown have over a thousand receiving yards. Yeah. I'm looking at this one. I'm, I'm thinking who can scheme the best. Yeah. And I'm thinking Kyle Shanahan, man, he has weapons galore. We've already seen it thus far in the playoffs. Kittle hasn't scored yet, but he's been actively involved. Debo Samuel has been heavily involved. Ayuk has been involved. CMC has been involved. Elijah yeah. Mitchell's involved. He's getting the stars involved. He's getting them involved early on. And that could be a huge break for them because this Eagles defense, Hassan Reddick, sack and a half last week. Josh Sweat, sack and a half last week. Fletcher Cox, sack last yeah. week. Like, they need to scheme and get the ball out of Purdy's hand. Quickly. Yeah, and Purdy is exactly what I wanted to kind of transition into. I mean, you are, as we've been talking about, a rookie quarterback i know the mr relevant thing is really great uh you're still a rookie quarterback who hasn't really been to this point before um he did win the last two playoff games got to give him that but the eagles defense is no joke like sean said going into the playoffs remember they had 70 sacks no other team had more than 60 and they had 70 this year just goes to show the depth that they have um all around uh not only in the front seven but also with james bradbury and um and darius slay they're gonna have a huge handful like with with uh you know with with samuel and and iuk and i think that like it really does open it up for kittle to score this week and i do like him um like any time to score um definitely you know we we saw kind of how the eagles used that with dallas goddard last week um, I don't think that Dallas Goddard is going to have a good weekend this week going up against Fred Warner. I just want to mention that as well. The best linebacker um, in the league? The, in my opinion, he's the best middle linebacker. Is it about yourself? I agree. Yeah, I think so. The consensus is it. Uh, but the Niners, you know, we always kind of assume that this team is just kind of working their way back to that Super Bowl run that they made. Uh, you know, they've had good seasons, terrible seasons in between there. But, I mean, for me – I think, like you said, it comes down to the game plan. Comes down to the fact that Kyle Shanahan's been here before, um, but you know they haven't lost since October 30th. And if there's one team that's going to beat them, scary with the Eagles. And I mean the two and a half spread. You know, I say all the time I hate it, so I'm not like I'm, I want I want to know your opinion on that. Like, no, I know that, you said you take the over, but that's the worst spread in the world. I'll take the over on that spread because I think that whoever wins this game has to win by more than a field goal. You got to yeah. be comfortable in this game to somehow. Win. Yeah. You know, it's not the first time these two quarterbacks have met. By the way, they actually did meet just a few years ago back in college. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma Sooners taking on the. God, the Iowa State Cyclones. That is just a name and a half in of itself. (laughs) Jalen Hurts got the best of Purdy this time. I think Purdy's going to get the best of Hurts. I'm looking at the San Francisco team, and I'm looking at this Eagles team. I think the winner of this NFC Championship game ends up winning the Super Bowl. To me, these two rosters, while the AFC obviously has guys like Burrow and Chase and Mm -hmm. Mahomes and Kelsey, I just think that they have – the two most complete rosters, the 49ers and the Eagles. You're looking at their offense and you're looking at their defense. You're just looking at depth and players that can continue to play, especially the Eagles. I mean, they're third string defensive tackles and Dominican Sue. That's not fair. That's not what teams get to have. I'm going with the 49ers, like you're saying, because they've been here. Kyle Shanahan knows how to game plan. Mm -hmm. They're still hungry from that Super Bowl loss a few years ago from the NFC Championship loss last year. George Kittle manifested after Super Bowl said, I will return. I'll be back. 
this is his moment. I think he's going to show up for it. I'm going with the 49ers. And, you know, it, it comes down to, like you mentioned, with the quarterback battle. I do think that it's more likely that, you know, the um, that you know the Niners could pull something together, kind of get Jalen Hurts while he's scrambling if they wanted to really get him. Um, with Purdy, you know, he uses the play action so well, all of those things. If he is disrupted this week, and I think the Eagles will run away with it, If the it, it's really on the Niners' offensive line to keep their run game and keep Purdy upright because – if the Eagles' defense gets to do what they did last week to the Giants and make the offensive line look obsolete, um, absolutely. Um, you know, like if the Niners go up and Philly starts looking good, I'd say live bet Philly. But Niners on the road, there's nothing that stopped them from going on the road in a tough matchup so far in the last couple of months. And, you know, like we talked about, such a boom game from guys like Kenneth Gainwell, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts all on the ground, Boston Scott scoring. I don't see them – being as free as they were last week, you know? Yep, I think that's going to change a lot this week. And now let's move it into our AFC Championship game. In our Sunday night game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals making their way to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Bengals are favored in this one at Arrowhead. Yeah. Bengals are favored by minus two over under here at 47. Obviously, we got to talk about Mahomes dealing with a high ankle sprain. Um, Chad Henney had to go in. Yeah. Relieved him well. Set up a, a scoring drive. Huge drive. 98 yards. Um, you know, he went five for seven, 23. It was really a 39 yard Isaiah Pacheco thing that got that done. But Chad Henney, I mean, we've seen him have to step up for Mahomes in these kind of tight situations. Um, I do think that, you know, if needed, he is a viable backup. But man, you had Joe, you have Joe Burrow going up against him. We saw what Joe Burrow did match up against Josh Allen last week. You're going to need Pat Mahomes. And I've heard people saying it since the game ended, but. And I'm, I'm interested to see if you agree, but Pat Mahomes, when he's injured like this, that you know the Chiefs aren't superhuman. When he's superhuman, they're superhuman. But do you agree with that? Right now, he's just human, and his normal human is about as good as any other quarterback that there is out there. Yeah, you just don't see the magic happening as easy. But I think what's what you saw last week was the deep passes he can still make, yep. albeit not comfortably, not the same, but he's still making them. Yeah, It was really just the short passes and the dump-off passes that he struggled with yeah. because he, he just wasn't able to get enough under it. But the thing that I'm most concerned about here is that the Bengals have the 29th-ranked rushing offense or 23rd-ranked rushing offense coming into this. No, 29th-ranked rushing offense. Yeah. I was right the first time. It's, it's like scary. <laughs> With a guy like Joe Mixon, it just seems that they should be doing a lot better. And when we saw yeah. last week running the ball against the against the Bills, they were able to just do whatever they wanted. It opened up this offense entirely. And I do think that they're going to need to recreate that again last week because we're seeing Kansas City run the ball really well with Pacheco. Something mm -hmm. that I really like. Again, haven't seen that since Kareem Hunt. He's running the ball really, really hard. He's incredibly fast. Yeah. Every time he gets the, the ball in his hand, you got to pay attention to him. So I think the Chiefs are, are trying to build this up for to be a long game, to understand that there's an injury to Patrick Mahomes, that they know they're mm -hmm. going to have to utilize the run game. And I think in turn, Cincinnati's going to need to do the same because it really opened up the, the passing offense. Chase should have had three touchdowns last week, only mm -hmm. had two. Yeah. You know, I, I just think for, for the Bengals, I'm going with them in this one. I just think injured Patrick Mahomes doesn't matter anyway because they beat them in Arrowhead last year too. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing too. I mean, 0-3, you know, it's it's – Tough because we always talk so highly of Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, and you know, it's kind of talk like they have no kryptonite. And and Joe Burrow and, Joe and the Burrow Bengals enters the chat. are definitely yeah, he enters the chat and he just takes it over. And he, you know, I I think that we're getting a very good like rematch here that we've been deserving, you know, of them at this kind of what stage. everyone wanted, you know, or the Bills. Um, 
But I do like the Bengals. It's kind of crazy when I have to put it in perspective where I'm like, wow, both of these home crowds in a scenario could go home really disappointed. But that's the playoffs. Like that, that like, you know, nobody playoffs. cares where they're playing next week. None of these teams are at home next week in the Super Bowl. They're going after it. They're like, dude, we, you know, and and the Bengals, they're motivated. You know, like Burrow said, man, he said, keep those receipts. You better send those receipts back. People were doubting them so much they had 50,000 pre-sales for them to play a game, the Chiefs play a game against the Bills, and the Bengals were like, hell nah. I'm not letting that shit happen. <laughs> As they should. And, you know, one of the things they did great last week, we didn't really talk about it enough on our show, is that, that their offensive line – is riddled with injuries right now. Yeah. Cincinnati. And what was their issue last year? They in the playoffs, they just let Burrow get sacked over and over again. Only let up one sack last week against a really good Bills defense that's been getting after the quarterback all, yeah. all season. I think if Spag, I think it's really gonna come down to Steve Spagnola and the Kansas City defense mm-hmm. to really win this game and to yeah. make adjustments and to force and create turnovers. And if they're not able to do that at all, and again, the Bengals are able to run the ball efficiently. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals will win this one easily with seven plus points. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, we have another minus two too, so that's like kind of wild. That you know, if you want, to, like you said, to take an alternate like a touchdown. Um, all three of the games have been just three points um, in the past, but like you're saying, there could be a real scenario here where the Bengals do just take off. That's what they did last week. We saw what happened when Jamar went over top. We saw Higgins make that huge catch where he got rocked, where both the safeties got rocked. Um, you know, on the goal line, like the Bengals are motivated. They got a fire under them right now. For me, Kansas City, they're if, playing like underdogs, and they shouldn't be because they're yeah. not really underdogs. Like they but just they went to the Super Bowl last year, but they lost. Mentality. Like yeah. they're the only ones who are like, but we lost. And that's something that we should all be worried about. If that the fact that they're playing with underdog mentality, yeah. Um, and not the 2017 Eagles first seed underdog. No, mentality. I'm talking real they, underdog. They, mentality. they fully okay. think like everyone is count us out. Keep the receipts. Yeah. Give them back their money. Like, yeah, no, that's um, scary because it's Joe Burr. Yeah. And I mean, you have, we talked so much about what we saw last week, just the, the receivers, even Hayden Hurst was getting an insane touchdown. He was left open because they have chase, Higgins, Boyd, they have too many guys good, to beat you with. Such a good play call. Now, look, if the Chiefs had Tyreek still, this would, this would be a game for me, man. But they don't, and nobody's really stepped up in that way for me. Um, you know, like you said, it's really going to be the defense because these receivers are not it for me. Juju, not it for me. Um, Mar- Marcos Valdez, Travis Kelsey. 14 for 98 and two set a career high in receptions almost set a playoff record but he he's a tight end (laughs) this is a this is a franchise that has gone through a season without a touchdown from a wide receiver and somehow their their quarterback led the league in touchdowns and their receivers none of them feel productive that's not going to fly against the cincinnati secondary that is balling out right now um but you know i got to give it to the chiefs man they got legerious need and first round pick trent mcdovey uh, who we love coming in. They are going to have their hands full this week, but they're both top 23 uh, PFF ranked co- uh, corners right now. So, and then you see, um, and then last week, you know, Jalen Watson, second play of that Jacksonville comeback attempt. Uh, Jacksonville was down by 10. They eventually lost by seven. You know, they, they really, they really had a chance to win that game if, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't throw that pick. So that's a huge play by Jalen Watson that like really just gave the chiefs like complete advantage. They're going to need to do that this week, though. Yeah, one of the things that also the Chiefs need to be worried about, I said they're going to need to make turnovers, and, man, they're really going to need to because their takeaway turnover difference is a minus three that currently ranks 22nd in the NFL. 
Not to put that into perspective, the Bengals have a plus six, which ranks six in the NFL. There's a lot at there's a lot at stake. Obviously, this is your ticket to the Super Bowl. But for Kansas City, being at home, the injured Mahomes, yeah, you know, guys like Nick Bolton, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Trent McDuffie, Eric Reed, th- this defense is going to come down to them because Travis Kelsey will not be able to go for 14 receptions again. You know, oh he, yeah, he can get not, that, not he can with get Luke that, Wilson, who's been playing the way he, he can has. get that ninety-eight and two easily. I'll, yeah. you know, I can put him over a hundred yards any given day and easily two touchdowns. But fourteen receptions, you know what I mean? Wide receivers are going to need to step up. There's a lot right now at stake for Kansas City because it's not going to be yeah. Mahomes that can do it. And you know, the Bengals are thirteen and three versus spread, which is something to, something to keep an eye out for now that they're favored. Kansas like we City's always say, and, 10. and Vegas knows, man. They know something. Vegas knows. They're like, we we don't know exactly how Pat Mahomes' ankle is right now, but they're looking. They're like checking the swelling on his ankle. That's how they know. Um, I'd say get the Bengals as as early as possible if you can. Um, you know, but Kansas City is Kansas City, man. He comes out fully healthy next week. We could have one of the best games, uh, like we always kind of do with these two. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. All right, everyone, that's all the time that we have. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Definitely hedge your bets with this Kansas City Bengals yeah. game because I think if you, you know. Put you down only got three more games to live bet. <laughs> yeah, especially especially with the NFL, especially like that's when it's the most fun. You know, basketball and baseball, yeah. there's so many games. Yeah. Football, especially this late. But this is just saying football. That's what we do. That's what we do. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Check us out, JustSayingFootball.com. Just saying football on YouTube and Spotify. Get us in your ears. Just saying no GWJS on Instagram for all your updates. Thank you so much. Enjoy these games. Enjoy.